bros driving. Two bros driving. And welcome to episode 41 of the Two Bros Driving Podcast. I am your host, as always, Logan Barnes, joined today by your other host, John Sudbury. And today, where are we headed, John? We are finally going to Siam Cafe. Siam Cafe. It's been in the making since probably episode one. Yeah, you've heard the legends, and We've been now talking. it's time to live it. Uh, but first of all, we're going to get a little beginning of the show bookkeeping out of the way, uh, because traffic's not too bad. We actually started real early up in the neighborhood, but... <laughs> First of all, you can uh, listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. It includes iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Store. That's a good spot to go if you have an Android like some kind of crazy person. Like me. Uh, but, uh, yes, you can go there and listen to all of the podcasts. We have many. We have 41 episodes as of now. You can also go uh, to any of our social media accounts and find us. That includes Facebook, uh Instagram, Twitter, at Two Bros Driving. That's T-W-O Bros Driving with a G, not driving. You can also find us at Facebook.com slash Two Bros Driving. And uh, you can also find us, where else? I think it's our online audio home base. That is correct. That is SoundCloud.com slash Two Bros Driving. If you'd like to listen to the episodes before anyone else, be our episode bay and uh, go listen to them on SoundCloud. Uh, I just now noticed you had your hair and beard trimmed. Uh, yeah, I got it trimmed looking... up. It was uh, about due. Um, my wife, as usual, said I was starting to look like a homeless person, so it was time to get it uh, all cut you're, up. You're looking all sharp now, though, yeah. buddy. Yeah, so, uh, thanks. It'll, uh, got a little trim up. Working out for you. This road is terrible, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's really tough getting left out of here. Um, Especially when it's dark. I've noticed traffic's just a lot tougher. I think this person's going to let us uh, go if, if it clears up. But it usually it doesn't, like, because both sides are going. Yeah. So, I think maybe. No. You can, can you can No, you he's already it? going no. at this point. Dang. Peter just held out for one more minute. Yeah, it's tough. And, like, the uh, bluff road I usually take to get on in Nolensville, yeah. it's the same exact way where it's like, if it is... Uh, dark out it is just a nightmare to get i don't get know onto. why it's so much worse at, at night traffic was fairly easy on the way over here i made it over here in under an hour yeah that's pretty good considering is, yeah that's insane yeah. i think but this person won't let me go are yeah. they gonna let you go no nope. uh, i only had my chance come on but no. come on that's all right they, i mean they had the right away i know but gave them the thumbs up and the nice. mouths thank you we are finally on the go. But uh, traffic seemed a lot easier today. We're recording this two days before Thanksgiving, so I imagine a lot of people have already yeah. migrated their way out. Actually, this episode comes out after Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving, John? Did you have a good very, Thanksgiving? Very good, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but yeah, I've already noticed in the office, like, half of the people are gone. Yeah. So, and I think tomorrow being the day before Thanksgiving... We're supposed to be getting out of We have so nice. many people in our office, like, out tomorrow, yeah. too. Uh, we've already got, like, the the wave of people saying their holiday goodbyes. And do you uh, get uh, Black Friday off as well? Yes. That's yeah, nice. I get the day of Thanksgiving and the day after, so I don't have to worry about it. Uh, That's nice, because um, Megan's mom works for a different part, you know, of uh, similar to you. Yeah. But uh, she's got to work, which is unfortunate. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I think that's, uh, that's a higher level there than I am. Yeah. But, uh... No, uh, I'm actually going to get to stay out there because I've got 
training that's uh, that Stay I'm out. participating in. Uh, where I'm from, I'm gonna oh, get to yeah. hang out there. That's why we recorded the yep. episode 42 so long ago, which you will finally get to hear with our good friend Trent, the Trent Meister Knox. Yeah, um, good times, good times. So that I cannot wait to listen back to that episode. I just remember like the joy going into it and then leaving. You'll, you'll find it's, out. Yeah. Find oh out. man, it gets rough. Just, but just to use your brains. There's sushi buffet. We like sushi a lot. It gets wild. It's also one of the funniest episodes we've done in a little while. Is I feel it? Like. I, that's the thing. I forgot even what happened on it, but I feel like it is a pretty yeah. Good one, like so. there's there's like two minutes of nothing but laughter in the second half because we just lose it. Uh, so look forward to that episode. It does. It's a long episode. It's like over an hour. Because uh, traffic was miserable yeah, on the way out there. Yeah, that area is just tough. Uh, we did see the robot lawnmower there, so look oh, forward yeah, to that. Oh, lawnmower. I forgot about him. Yeah. But, uh, no. He's so the robot. Today, though, we are headed to Siam Cafe. Uh, it's another restaurant. We decided to do it because, A, it's, it's fairly quickly down the road, so we don't have to worry too much about it. Uh, it's just before Thanksgiving, so we didn't want to, like, pressure ourselves to find something during this week when... I imagine a lot of places are cutting down hours and closing up and getting ready for the holiday. So uh, we figured food would be easiest. We did two episodes that were not food-related for you last week. So and I, will, uh, and I will say, like, Nashville is a big foodie city, too. Like, it really has become, in the last, yeah. like, five years or so, like, a more of a food capital. Which it's, is it's a pertinent part of Nashville's culture, I feel like. But there are also other elements that I feel like we need to explore. And I think that is we've true. been doing a good job of yeah, that we've here been, recently. We've been doing a good mix. But, uh, no, uh, so, yeah, we're going to Siam Cafe. It's our favorite little Thai restaurant over... I have been in, going to Siam Cafe for... I don't know the, the amount of years, but it was, like, when I was, like, a probably just graduated high school. I've been going there that long. Oh, wow. So it's been a hot minute. You just introduced me to it this year. Like, I think yeah. we had it in February after it was, I came down. It was honestly one that, like, living in Murfreesboro, I would drive up on the weekends just to have it. Oh, heck it yeah. It was just so good. I don't blame you. Um, and then also one of my brother's good friends, they had a house on the same street. It was a block up. And the house is supposedly haunted. But uh, it it was, like, their main, main spot. And he ended up moving out of town. But even so, like, whenever he comes back in town, we'll sometimes go there. And they're like, oh, Dexter, you're back! Like, they, <laughs> they just, like, all are, like, real, real excited about it. So that's kind of fun. I will tell you, if I lived closer, I would eat there a lot more often. Like, uh, if, mm-hmm. if I lived a block away, you better well, believe I'd you, be down there. When you were over here, and it's not, like, super close to us, but it's not super far. Yeah. We were going a fair amount. Yeah, too. we probably went six times before... You know, I moved out. My dilemma is I'm trying to decide what to get because normally I want like a curry or something, but today for lunch, um, it was kind of a little bit later in the day when I ended up getting it because I had a thing downtown I had to go do. But I ended up going with one of my coworkers to Big Shakes in Franklin. Oh. It's a hot chicken joint, but they also were on Shark Tank for their shrimp burger. And um, it was very good. So I was, did you get the shrimp burger? No, um, I didn't. I decided to try their hot chicken because, you know, Trent said he's gotten the chicken there a lot and really likes just the chicken with no spice. And they had... Because um, he's a weenie. Yeah, but apparently they had this one level that you have to sign a waiver oh. to, to do. And I was like, ah, that's a little too much for lunch, you know, when I've got to go back to work. <laughs> and record a podcast after. Exactly. So I went with their hot or their hottest level other than the uh, waiver. signing a waiver. Yeah. And I will say... 
it was all right. I mean, it had a little bit of aftercake burn to it, but not it was, like slow burn. Level. It was nowhere near slow burn. It was nowhere near Bolton's. It was nowhere near any of those. Really, it was. Uh, why are they flashing the lights at me? What's going on? Your know. lights are on. I think they were trying to figure out how to get their lights on. Maybe. Because yeah. I saw them like go from light on to light off to parking on and then brights on or brights off. That's but, probably uh, what it was. Yeah. We're, we're all set. We good to go. But, uh, yeah, the chicken was good, though. It uh, I think I could definitely try the waiver one unless they, like, ultra super kick up the, their, their game on it. But Yeah. So I'm trying to decide. I might get some pad thai. Their pad thai is one I usually get. But have you ever done the, um, like, buffet for lunch or anything? No, I never did the lunch buffet. Because usually they had a beef curry or lamb curry on there. Yeah, they would have that. But the lamb curry. They would also have, um, like, general chicken, like a, uh, you know, chicken and mushroom. They'd have a couple different things, but they would. It did suck that the only curry they had was a beef curry. Because um, I, I definitely do like their curry. But it was just good because, I mean, you can get, like, a meat and... Or you could get, like, a side and two meats for, like, I want to say, like, seven bucks. Like, it was a really Yeah, it was super cheap. And they had the little cups of uh, Thai spice there, too. Which, uh, Siam's great, because if you order a food, they'll bring out the Thai spices, the the dried and the oil versions. Mm -hmm. So you got got options. Yeah, so usually we get the hottest level there, which is Mm -hmm. native Thai is what it's called. And it's not terribly hot. So I like to add in a spoonful of the hot oil and a spoonful of those pepper flakes mm-hmm. to kind of kick it up a notch. And usually the bottom of that bowl is uh, nice and spicy. pretty spicy. Because my go-to there is the Masamon chicken curry, and that's probably mm-hmm. what I'm going to get tonight. It's classic. It's potatoes and onions. Uh, I usually pick out the tomatoes and give those to John. But, hey, uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a nice spicy sweet curry, and it uh, goes really well with the rice that they give you with it. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about going back to uh, West Tennessee for a little while because I'm going to get to eat at Thai Cafe, which is my absolute favorite 100% Thai restaurant on the entire planet. Uh, I've been eating there since my freshman year of college. Uh, It was where our whole D&D dice gaming group would go to uh, for lunch, usually, and it's just decadently delicious. I mean, it is so good. The prices are fair, and they give you, like, massive portions, which is crazy. But, uh, no, it's so good. Yeah, there, I will say there are a couple other Thai places we need to try. Like, the uh, Smiley Elephant's great. Lemongrass. Um, lemongrass I hear is good. And then Thai Insane downtown. Thai Insane. It's supposed to be just, like, one of the best Thai restaurants. There's also a Thai Phuket, which is over by the stadium. I would be down with trying Thai Insane because that name just sounds great. It yeah, makes me it's, think it's either like an outlet store for bow ties it's, or... It's t- it's spelled with an E, like E-S-A-N-E. Oh. Um, but it's owned by, it's like, I guess it's the daughter of the people who own the King's Market, which is over in Antioch, and it's like renowned for being one of the best Chinese food places in the area. Huh. We'll have so, to give them a shot. Too. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I hear it's great, and I've, I've seen some of the, like, I remember one of the co-workers at Fresh back in the day would, would get some, and it looked really good, so. That's awesome. That I have to awesome. check it out, but yeah, I might try something wholly new. Normally, I'll get a pad thai or a curry, but I was looking, maybe getting, like, trying their seafood noodle soup. I know I always talk about it, but I never ask them what's in it, so I've always been kind of curious. So. I just, I have to go with my old faithful, because I, I haven't been here in a little, mm-hmm. in a hot minute, so, uh. Anyway, we have, uh, we, I think we fully covered our Siam Cafe experience coming up. So, uh, what, you know, we've had the holidays happening. Yeah. What, uh, 
what are you what are your plans for Thanksgiving or what are you getting into this so year? So when you hear this, I would have hopefully have successfully smoked a turkey for the first time. Awesome. So um, we're having uh, Thanksgiving with Megan's parents on that Thursday. And um, originally they're like, let's just go to Cracker Barrel and not have to oh, you know, no. worry about cooking. And I was like, oh, man, I, I kind of like cooking. So I've been um, taxed with making a smoked turkey as well as green bean casserole. And I think we're going to have all the traditionals like mashed potatoes, sweet potato casserole, you know, all those jams. But I've never smoked a turkey before. So I'm, I've actually never cooked a turkey before. Oh. So it's going to be my first turkey. So I'm pretty excited. I've been doing the research, figuring out what brines I want to use, trying to do this and that. I think because we don't have that many people at this one, I'm probably just going to do a smoked turkey breast. So you don't have yeah. to worry about, you know, all the bones and stuff like Carving that. Carving it up. Yeah. yeah. But I'm excited. Hopefully it will turn out well. Do you have any big uh, Thanksgiving plans? So I am actually staying in Nashville on Thanksgiving Day uh, to go to our good friend Matt and Courtney's for Thanksgiving. Nice. Going to go enjoy it with them uh, because my family is terrible. Uh, my mom's side of the family wants to Cracker Barrel and it was <laughs> a really bad experience last year. So I just don't want to go back to that. Uh, but I will be going in because I have multiple Thanksgivings to handle. I've got the usual Steen Marsh Thanksgiving, uh, which is hosted by Joshua Steen nice. and Dan Marsh, uh, good old Jug folks from the Just Us Geeks. Uh, and then Sunday... When you're I, there, can you do me a favor and just ask if they're going to release a new podcast? I'm just curious. I will. I feel I'm like curious. that's a thing that they don't do anymore. Yeah, so I just, they I, record a lot, apparently. I, I just need to know, like, in, like, unsubscribe from the group so I don't have to see oh we're recording a podcast but then never get it yeah so that's, that's a little that's like not getting presents on Christmas so, exactly but uh, I have that Thanksgiving on Saturday and then I and my cousin have basically taken over our uh, my father's side of the family's Thanksgiving so we're doing that on Sunday so my brother can come and everybody can kind of come out uh, to that I'm making my brown sugar bacon Brussels sprouts. Nice. Which are delicious, which uh, I previously, we had our office Thanksgiving on Monday. So that was fun. Uh, one guy brought in a smoked turkey, which nice. I took a significant amount home. There was so much of it left. And it was very, very good. He had like awesome. a Cajun brine on it. Mm -hmm. So absolutely delicious turkey. Uh, but... Uh, I'm just, I'm looking forward to getting some dressing, and that's, what is your Thanksgiving food item? What is, like, your absolute number one Thanksgiving Ooh, food item you gotta have? I love mashed potatoes and gravy and sweet potato casserole. Actually, sweet potato casserole, if I had to pick one, that's it. That's what you it's want? It's just, like, when I think sweet potato casserole, I think it's Thanksgiving. So, uh, especially with some marshmallows on top. Yeah. Um, and, you know, honestly, I just realized something. I lied about the turkey. I made turkey last year. Oh. Because um, we did, like, a, a Friendsgiving at the house. Oh, yeah. And I remember smoking up a turkey and maybe also pork. But it was tough because I remember, like, I had... I think we did, decided to do it on a Friday. And it wasn't like that, you know, Thanksgiving. It was just around that time. And, like, I had to rush home and, like, within an hour to have, like, all of this food ready for everyone coming <laughs> over at, like six when I got off work at like four and it was yeah. just crazy but it was good I think I think I smoked that turkey and it turned out alright but uh no that uh do you have like a family member's item like something that somebody in your family fixes that you usually my, like my family doesn't my I, mean, I guess my aunt she had this one dish and it was a dessert 
and it was some kind of cream cheese, strawberry, and jello pretzel casserole. What? And it was decadent and delicious. That sounds good. And every time I'd like, uh, you could have that. But that was like the only thing that, I mean, other than like sausage balls that they always like would make. But now that we're doing Thanksgiving more of just like the family here and not going like to West Tennessee and stuff as much um, for Thanksgiving, really my parents don't cook much. What they do is they'll go to Jim and Nick's and they will get a smoked turkey breast and then they'll order a couple pies and order like maybe some coleslaw and like just a, a build up. Build and a they'll like get half of the stuff there and then they'll just make like stuffing and you know dressing yeah. and stuff like that here. Um, so when I kind of think of Thanksgiving, I also think of Jim Nick's smoked turkey breast with sauce <laughs> and their pickles on it. I hear you. So that's that's always good. Is there anything that you specifically Thanksgiving it up with? So there is, and I don't get to have it anymore because my family does it at Stupid Cracker Barrel now. Uh, my aunt, uh, my aunt Sanja, would always make her crock pot dressing. Ooh, that and good. it's so good. It's super moist and decadent and just like way rich and delicious. And it is probably the best Thanksgiving item that I get to eat uh, and don't get to you anymore. I get to enjoy it. She makes it at Christmas still because we still That's do good. Christmas at home. But, uh, no, it's stupid good and easily my favorite Thanksgiving item. Uh, I guess prior would have been my Aunt Sandy's dressing that she would make at uh, my grandmother's house when they would come in from Texas. It would always be full of sage, and I like mm. really sagey dressings for the most part. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I guess dressing overall is, like, my my favorite Thanksgiving item, It, it definitely, that and, like, CJ casserole is, like, that's Thanksgiving. Like, because dressing, you don't really have it many other times, do you? you I, I don't have it any no. other time throughout the year. I don't think so. And I know, like, my um, dad's side of the family, they'd always do, like, a big Christmas, exactly like Thanksgiving, where it's like, you got the turkey, you got the ham. Yeah. And I still don't think they ever did dressing. You know, same with, like, cranberry sauce. Like, that's exclusively Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, my brother is one of those people that, like, he likes cranberry sauce, but they he do. only likes it from the can. Hey, I like both ways. Yeah. I honestly think the can is just a little bit more, like, as a kid, that's what you think of as cranberry yeah. sauce. It's got to have those rings on it. And, or you, it's... and you want that slice. Yeah. Um, and that's one of those things that if I see, I always get a slice. I might not eat it all, but I always get a You're slice. You're going to put it on there. I don't... I know people who, like, eat it, like, they'll plate a bite with, really? like, the turkey and the cranberry and the dressing, like, all together in a bite, and I just, I don't know, that's never really struck me as a delicious combination there. The other thing that, it's not, you know, really exclusive to Thanksgiving, but my family would always do uh, deviled eggs. Oh, I just yeah. love deviled eggs. Now, we, so would, we would do deviled eggs at any family gathering. Yeah, like, that's kind of what we We did do. it at Fourth of July, we did it at Thanksgiving, we did it at Christmas, uh, we'll probably circle back around to it at Christmas, but I've got a separate favorite Christmas food, and that was my Aunt Gail's ham rolls. Uh, mm. She passed away, unfortunately, so don't uh, don't get those. My cousin Jackie has attempted to remake them, and uh, she does a pretty good job, but it's that whole, like, it's never going to be the same. You know, never. it's not... It's not ever going to be the same, and I have to accept that. <laughs> have you ever heard of funeral potatoes? Funeral potatoes? So I think it's a northern thing, but apparently, like, I found recipes online for Aunt So-and-So's funeral potatoes. And it is a dish that is served whenever there's, like, all the family gets together, usually for a funeral or, you know, things like that. And it's just, like, a cheesy potato dish of some sort. <laughs> just, like, scalloped potatoes? Yeah, it, I mean... 
similar, but also maybe like kind of hash browns. Because like, oh, like a hash. Brown I know casserole. Megan's family; they have like Aunt Pat's potatoes, which is essentially the same thing. It sounds like. Yeah. And the old roommate Andrew had his, you know, so and so uncle's, you know, funeral potatoes. <laughs> and it's just interesting that everyone has a funeral potato. It sounds like that, we don't like really? we don't we don't do too many di- like potato based dishes in my family, honestly, that I can think of. Uh, anyway, actually, we were rolling up on our location. That was fast. We've got a it little was. bit to uh, talk about, but. As far as, like, potato dishes go, nobody does, like, a famous potato salad or... Ooh. My Actually, I did my uh, grandma's great... I know, it was actually my great-great-grandma's uh, German potato salad recipe the other day, and it was good. German potato salad? What's yeah, different so about it? Yeah, so it's uh, more of a vinegar and sugar and bacon fat sauce, mm. and it's delicious. That can, sounds pretty good. And you good. can either serve it hot or you can serve it cold, but it's served a lot of times hot which I, is also interesting for a potato salad i'm a cold potato salad oh like, yeah all day that's just me with a shit ton of mustard in it uh, no ew mustard what? potato salad get out of here it delicious potato salad well you are wrong in every sense of the word i'm gonna say that yeah thank you sir oh, thank you thank he you he is our saving grace he's got it he knows what's up yup and uh, we're parking at our location and uh, going to go in, get a table, get some food, and be back to you after the jingle. So sit tight. And welcome back to episode 41 of the Two Bros Driving Podcast. I am your always host, Masamon Curry, joined today by the other host, Pad Thai. Pad Thai. How are you doing, Pad? Doing pretty good. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, we just got done eating at uh, Siam Cafe. Uh, happy to report that it is still amazing. Still as delicious as always. Very, very good. Look, what is going on with their lights down there? It looks like, they, it looks like, like, like they must have like a little light in it. must be malfunctioning. Yeah, it's like... At first, I was like, is my lights malfunctioning? But no, it's... Um, no, nope, they're having a little strobe fest down there. With but the I will lights. say, that was delicious. Now, we didn't see the old lady that we used to always see there. Oh, she's I wondered great. if she just like... It's does something else now, or she might cook, because it looks like it's the same family that's always been there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was really good, very good. I am, I am thoroughly full. Uh, the Mossman was amazing as ever. You had the, you actually branched out. I switched up and I got the seafood noodle soup, and the guy described it to me as like all their seafood. I was like, what kind of broth? And he's like, it's kind of like a pho broth, but with seafood. And uh, it was really, really good. I was, I was impressed. The uh, bit I had of your broth was pretty tasty. It was very light, like it wasn't yeah. overpowering or strong. It had just a nice mild flavor, but definitely seafood flavor. But I ended up uh, putting some of the hot oil in there, kind of spice it up a little bit. But it was good. The uh, squid was good, scallops, and then also shrimp as well. Yeah, I put like three spoonfuls of the hot oil in my uh, curry oh, yeah. today because it did not come out as hot as it should have been. The dude even mentioned, he's like, oh yeah, they put none in there. That's that's not native to Because normally it's kind of like got a, a red hue to it and this yeah. was just like straight yellow. But uh, it was still very tasty. Uh, I had to work to get it to the heat level that I wanted, but uh, it got there. So happy and content with that for sure. And I will say I'm super excited to find out about that soup because it was really good. Like, I mean... I'm a big soup guy, and sometimes I want... Like, the the uh, pho restaurants I would go to in West Nashville, Bean Pho and Deli, they had great pho, but they also had, like, a spicy beef soup, but then also a spicy seafood soup, mm. and that was very similar to spicy seafood soup. Except that the pho restaurant, they also had, like, sausage in there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall, I was very impressed. We also uh, split some spring rolls. They we give did. you a spring roll yeah, with you. a spicy, like, peanut oil with chunks mm-hmm. of peanuts in it. It's really good. 
very good. I wanna, I wanna make those at home. Yeah, now, and they're, they are. they're not too hard. The key is to get the rice paper stuff kind of right, just because it takes a while to kind of get that consistency. Yeah. Because what you do is you like get your little sheet and then you rub water over it. You have to let it sit for like maybe 20 seconds, and then it comes more where you can move it. But if you wait too long, then it's way too like flimsy. And if yeah. you don't wait long enough, it kind of cracks because it's not you know pliable. So there is a kind of a a little bit of a science to it. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind when I attempt to uh, make my own for sure. Uh, <clears throat> so your uh, your wife joined us, mm-hmm. Megan. Uh, so is that? Is that her in front of us? She is, yeah. It looks like she is in front of us now. She is in front of us. Going back to the homestead as well. But she got the pork fried rice. She did. uh, And she said it was really good. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty tasty. You don't really see a lot of pork fried rice. No. No. uh, Actually, I think that's like what most standard Chinese restaurants Uh, Oh, that's true. But I don't even think of that as pork. It's like the little little, like pink cubes with like a little bit of fat running through it. It's like, no. Yeah. You can't really taste those other than in your mind. But yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, good service. The guy remembered the last time we were there with my wife. The Diet Coke was flat, so he reassured her that that Coke was not going to be not going to be flat this time. So that's kind of funny. Intern market back there. I've not been to that one. The international market. Uh, oh, yeah. Ashenal had been knocked out of the sign, so I just that's said funny. intern market. Think we'll get some interns. Yeah, there. just pick up a couple of interns. It's easy. Use them around the house. You know, <clears throat> But, uh, no, uh, she also brought up something interesting, Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So, what, uh, are, are there any Black Friday deals that have tickled your fancy coming up? Or um, Not or too much. I passed? mean, other than, I think, Target, they have a uh, travel, like, stroller and car seat system on sale for, like, 100 bucks off. Yeah. So, we'll probably do that, because that's one of the things we still need. So, do you want to announce the name? Oh, yeah. So, we, we finally determined a name, and it is Rayland... John Sudbury. Rayland John Sudbury. So, the middle name being John is, of course, my name, first name's John, and then Megan's uh, dad's name, it, I believe it's a tradition in their family to name the firstborn middle name John. So, that's why we're, we're doing it. Well, that's cool. But yeah. Well, congrats. Thanks. So, you're going to get that stroller and uh, car seat combo for uh, Black Pro- Friday, Probably maybe? do that. I've been kind of eyeing some, like just different ads trying to figure out like what they have as far as movies and games out there i might pick up you know a game or a movie you should get a a, switch yeah they they got some good deals on them yeah the gamestop one where you get it and mario kart and a 50 dollars gift card for like 200 bucks or 250 sounds it's kind of like switch car seat switch car seat because they're about the same price switch all Um, day yeah, kids' uh, stuff is expensive, and I also, you know, like, I think I am even briefly touched on it last time. Um, child care is expensive, so, Yeah, but we'll see. I got some stuff around the house, I was like, oh, I could throw some offer up and sell it, I don't really need it, so, we'll see. There you go. And, you know, it's about that time, you know, Christmas time, it's, like, it's a, you know, maybe get a Christmas bonus, we'll see. Have you ever been Black Friday shopping? I have. Back when I was younger, we went, um, I come, you know, told you briefly... And it was back when the GameCube was coming out. They had one, like, that was the first time there was a price cut on it. So we wanted one of the new gen systems, but we didn't really have a lot of money to put towards it. <coughs> Excuse me. So my grandmother, I think, as part of her gift, she pitched in some money, and we got the um, GameCube. But we went there, and there was, like, old people knocking children over for things, and it was just a nightmare. I was like, oh, this is crazy. 
And then past that, I usually just do the online shopping stuff. I think I was maybe, I mean, last two years in a row, I've gone to a, like, Target or Walmart on Black Friday, but it's been, like, 10 o'clock at night, and it's, like... Later in the day. It's, like, I didn't need any of the door busters, so it's, like, oh, yeah, I'll just get the same that, you know, is a good... Or you find, like, the Call of Duty game for the year for, like, 20 bucks or something. Yeah, I think I got, like, a uh, nice, like, soft uh, cooler um, last year and the year before. I can't remember if I got anything big, but... Yeah, like, you know, we were kind of mentioning previous, like, it's not really anything I need, like a big computer or TV um, or anything like that. So there's not really, like, any big things that are really just kind of pushing me out, you know, to, to go get stuff. But You can get so many, like, good small deals there, too. Yeah. At times. Like you said, like, you're just walking around and you find a couple things that are like, hey, this is a good price on this. Mm-hmm. Without being a huge super investment. Uh, I have done Black Friday... Twice? Twice. Did you get the items you were trying to get each time? I did. Uh, so nice. The, <clears throat> the first time I went was for an Xbox One. Uh, or was it the second time? One of the times. I went It was. Uh, I went with uh, Josh Steen from the Just Us Geeks podcast to pick up the Xbox One. They had it in a bundle with Halo nice. for like $200. So, so I was like, yeah, I got to get that. So I went, got the that with the Halo Legendary Collection. And uh, that was a good deal. And then uh, after that, uh, or before that, I can't I guess remember. Just let this guy go. He's, he's, he's going to go either way. But uh, my brother and I went uh, Red, Red Friday, Black Friday shopping. You said Red Friday. He did not get a PlayStation Four when they first launched. No. Uh, I had a pre-order from the day after E3. Was ready to go. Going to get my system. Everything's great. So. Uh, had that ready and uh he did not get his and he was getting real upset because we couldn't find one and it was like GameStop's gonna have them on Black Friday all right well this is what we're gonna do we loaded up some lawn chairs and after Thanksgiving dinner at my grandparents house we drove down to the GameStop this like we're gonna see how many people's in line if there's more than like three people we're just gonna we're gonna go we get there and nobody it's really dead that's funny the whole place is empty. There's nobody around. So we get our chairs out. It's like probably 4.30 in the afternoon at this time. We get all set up. The next people don't even show up until 8 o'clock. Like, no joke. We're in line for three and a half hours by ourselves in the freezing cold. That's the temperature plummets. Like, it's down to probably the teens while we're waiting in line there. Uh, and... Uh, we start to freeze. Our mom brings us like cocoa and gloves and hats to like help warm up. And uh, our uh, liquor store boss had been gloating over my brother that he had found a PlayStation. Like he just mm-hmm. found one at a random Kmart somewhere That's and got funny. it. So he like called the gloat and he's like, "Where are you guys at?" And we're like uh, sitting outside of GameStop in ten degree weather trying to uh, get a PlayStation for Jordan. So, like, uh, he orders us a pizza from the local Papa John's <laughs> and has fun. it delivered to us. That's awesome. So, like, we had food while we were waiting out there at, like, 930 at night. It was great. It was great. Uh, what a, it was a really good night, despite in, how in, miserable in we felt. when did it uh, open up? Midnight. Uh, so, we were there for seven and a half <laughs> hours outside I, that GameStop. I feel like I'm one of those people who don't like to wait. Not because I'm, like, super impatient, but it's, like, and if there's a good reason for it, like, oh, if I'm waiting for this game or something like that to release, perfectly fine. But if I'm waiting for no reason, it just, it, it tears me up. 
Well, they, the GameStop employees came through at like 11 o'clock, and they were like, are you guys here for PlayStations? And we're like, yep. They are like, well, you're getting one. <laughs> That's great. So, like, because we had sat out there for so long. Uh, the people behind us in line were actually really nice. We had to go to the bathroom super bad. Uh-huh. So uh, they they let us go one at a time and That's didn't, nice. like, try to bump our spots. I would, yeah, I mean, for them it's like, you want them to really pee right here in front of you? Yeah. I was once at a uh, music concert. It was downtown. It was actually, I think, uh, New Year's. I was with one of my friends, and he tried to go use the restroom at, like, one of the porta potties And we were at, like, the very front of the area, and they pretty much told him, like, Hey, if you go, you're not going to be able to get back in. Like, one of the police told him, like, hey, if you leave to go to use the restroom, I'm not letting you back in. We can't put any more people in there. Oh, wow. So he was like, oh, crap, I can't do that. So then he goes and finds us again. He's like, guys, uh, make a wall. Make a wall. And I was like, what? What's going on? And he had us, like, make a wall around him as he peed into a, um, a water bottle. And there was a lot of pee. Like, he was probably half full. <laughs> And I was like, dude, like, what are you doing? He's like, whipped it out in, in front of, like, everyone and, you know, uh, trying to, you know, just pee. Which, I mean, if you got to go, you got to go. But then the real bad thing was I think he ended up accidentally dropping the bottle. Oh, no. And it was just, like, rolling around somewhere. <laughs> I just imagine someone probably accidentally stopped. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, there was a car that came to a abrupt stop in front of whoa, us. that was almost uh, a yeah, we were, we were fine. debacle. If there was someone behind us, it would have been a debacle, but... We're good. We are good. But, yeah, I'm sure someone stepped on that pee bottle. But uh, he should have just thrown it away right in front of that cop. It's been like... Like, hey, you want some apple juice? I made it fresh. But um, have you ever... This kind of reminds me of, like, working at a GameStop. Have you been to many, like, midnight game releases? I have, actually. I've done a lot of midnight releases. Um, I'm trying to remember the first one I went to. I think it was for Red Dead Redemption... One. I think the only one I've ever gone to, and it wasn't even like a release party, it was just like, it was midnight, I drove over there and, you know, grabbed one real quick, but it was Skyrim. I was like so excited about Skyrim. <laughs> and I had a friend who was a bartender at the place I worked, and he got his shifts for the next three days covered. Oh, wow. So he could go home and play Skyrim nonstop. He came in to like grab lunch, was like, dude, it's just, it's, it's incredible. I was like, shoot. It's crazy. So I've done midnight releases for, let's see, uh, did it for Resident Evil 6. I've done it for Halo, a couple Halo games, Halo 4 and 5. I've done it for, did it for Smash Brothers when it came out for the DS. Uh, a lot of things I've done midnight releases oh, for. I just, I enjoy going to them more yeah, than anything. It's like cool to meet all the people and hang out. But, uh, no, it's a, it's a cool experience. I'm glad they started doing that, honestly. Uh, now they've actually adjusted for time zones. So, like, have a they? midnight release in central time zone where we are is, like, at 11 o'clock. That's nice, because, you know, that's my big gripe with, like, I know back when, like, The Last Harry Potter came out or something like that. It's like, I knew people that were, like, going down Chattanooga so they could watch it an hour early. And then they would, you know, pretty much get out the theaters, you know... It'd still be, like, midnight there whenever they're watching it, but it was still, like, 11 o'clock our time. So yeah. it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's a neat thing that they, they, they did it to coincide with digital releases, actually. Oh, that makes sense. Because digital releases unlock at midnight. Uh, Eastern? Be, based on Eastern, yeah. Huh. So they started doing that to, to keep up. 
So it's a, it's a cool thing to just be able to go in at like 11 o'clock. Because 11 o'clock to me is like, I've still got enough time to like get home and play a little bit yeah, or do the downloads go before I go to sleep. And most video games release on what, Tuesdays so, or Thursdays? Oh. Thursdays. That's right, isn't it? I think so. I don't yeah. honestly don't know. Uh, so like, this no music know, used to be on Tuesdays. You gotta, you gotta go to work the next day, so you don't wanna... Yeah. Don't overdo it. Don't wanna overdo it. But, uh, no, uh, a couple of my friends worked at GameStop said they hated those midnight releases. Oh, Because, like, they have to stay there for, like, an hour just in case anybody kind of pops in. To so, are they really just going to work for, like, an hour and a half? Pretty much. Pretty much. I uh, mean, unless they're paying me overtime, yeah, that, that would be... Because it's, like, what, 15 bucks for those people, probably? Maybe, yeah. It's not even worth it. And they have... They, that's why they usually throw, like, a little party with it or something. So they that's can nice. make it worthwhile. And it's a way more relaxed experience for them. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, they can't, like, give the game out early or anything. But, yeah. uh... They can... Uh, they can still make it a good time. I know when we went for Red Dead, they had a Nerf gun shooting competition. Oh, that's fun. For some swag. So that was fun. Uh, Used your airsoft skills? Not with a Nerf gun. Yeah, there's kind of no... No Shoot clue what's going totally differently. What do you think about the whole Red Dead Redemption phenomenon that took off recently? I, I kind of even want to try it. Just because it's like, you know, everyone says it's like Grand Theft Auto, but more of like Western. The greatest game ever made. That's the thing. thing. Like, if it was just kind of like, oh, it's a pretty good game, you know, I kind of blow it off. I'm like, yeah, I played a little bit of the first one, but I didn't finish it because Trent killed my horse and I just didn't want to... They'll get a new horse and all this other stuff. But it was, I mean, the first game was pretty fun, it felt like. But at the same time, now that it's getting like a 10 out of 10 everywhere you look, it's like, man, like, do I What is so good about this? this Like, uh, Like, South Park had a whole episode about how amazing it is. (laughs) Everybody was just playing it all the time. Yeah, and the crazy thing was, like, I was real excited for Fallout. But now that's getting bombed in reviews. Because it's multiplayer. It's like an MMO. It's a, it's a... MMO Fallout. So. That's the thing. Sometimes I just don't want to play with people. Sometimes I do. Well, Sometimes that game is always yeah. online, so you can't you can't avoid it. They said you can kind of play by yourself, but then it's just like lonely. Yeah, because like anyone you you know you don't really interact with many people. Well, you can't do any of the big events alone either. And so I, like the raids or that's my thing. I hate the the idea of like raids and stuff like that, where it's like you can't do this by yourself. You have to have a team because you know I don't really want to have that many like online friends that I've never met before you know yeah so I don't know I did that a lot with Destiny where I would just party with like random folks yeah and I think that was like kind of where Destiny was like huge and all the raids and stuff like that but we're kind of getting kind of close should we go ahead and do our segment I think we should start in on our second our only segment this episode we didn't do one in the first half because we thought the ride would be pretty short so this time we're doing watch Watch of the the week week. uh what we do in watch of the week is we talk about what we watch this week uh so that's easy enough so john what is your watch of the week well i've been watching all the the standards you know um i was telling you kind of at dinner still watching chuck you know just kind of getting through that uh, getting there little by little um and you know watching like the bosworths and stuff like that but the one thing that's kind of new that i've been watching yeah, I think there was only seven episodes so far, but it's called, I think it's Single Parents, and I think it might come on NBC or ABC or one of those, but Megan was telling me about it, and we ended up watching a little bit of it, but it's got uh, Brad Garrett in it, and it's also got, um, I think it's Taryn Killam, the guy who was on SNL. Um, oh, yeah. And it's, it's pretty funny. It's just like all these parents who are single parents trying to, uh, you know, 
race your children and stuff like that. But it's, it's been pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, definitely worth uh, giving a watch. But there's only seven episodes right now. So kind of wait till there's more content. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always tenuous. They may not have gotten a second season or something. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's actually, like, new this year, though. So I think it's, like, just, like, brand new. Got to watch those parenting shows now. That's, that's true, gotta, you know. Got to get in on it. And I also, um, do we know, did the rest of Development ever release their, like, second season? part of their that last season i don't know like because i haven't I, I re- looked and that's the thing i kind of forgot about it the only reason i remember is i saw something for big mouth where they were talking about the new season's coming soon it's like but the second season literally just came out like yeah. just you know a month ago about so i don't know but yeah i've been watching uh, single parents they're pretty good nice uh i my watch of the week i'm gonna mix it up a little bit my Ooh. watch of the week has been a read of the week actually it doesn't work like that one it does uh it doesn't i created the segment so i can I did can you that. create yeah. the segment yeah well we were created as a team so okay uh anyway uh my read of the week has been uh, parasite eve so, Parasite Eve is a uh, Japanese horror novel. It was translated many, many years ago. Uh, and it's the basis of the PlayStation video game Parasite Eve. It's the prequel to, like, that famous Squaresoft PlayStation 1 game. Huh. So, the same people that made Final Fantasy made that game. Uh, the storyline is set off of the, the book. I'm about 30 pages from the end of the book. But uh, it's a really cool, like, biological horror so they go into real detail about, like, DNA and all kinds of stuff. It's basically about how, you know that theory that mitochondria were like a parasite that just kind of got in our cells because they have their own DNA and stuff? Huh. Yeah, it's like... I think I briefly remember hearing that. What happens if mitochondria try to, like, separate themselves from us again? So it's like this one mitochondria becomes, like, super sentient and, like... That's crazy. Starts you know, causing it, people to spontaneously combust. Does it and like, just look like a mitochondria? Well, like, the mitochondria controls colonies of mitochondria. So, like... Is it just, like, a big blob, or...? They can take human shape. So... That's crazy. Yeah, there's there's a lot of science-y, pseudoscience stuff involved in it. But it's, it's, it's interesting. The first part of the book's a little slow, but then all the crazy stuff starts happening, and it's like the scientist guy's wife dies and like he uses the cells from her body to like cultivate more cells and it turns out that mitochondria was living in in his wife's body that's crazy so like when he cultivates more just gives the mitochondria a whole bunch of colonies to like make a weird goo body and try to accomplish their goals that's so crazy yeah it's wild it's it, wild. It's like a graphic novel. It's a it's a novel novel. It's oh. like a written novel. So, yeah, it only had like two printing. It had like a hardcover and a softcover edition back in the early to mid two thousands. Mm-hmm. So, like copies of the book are like fifty to two hundred dollars. That's crazy. Because it's rare and it's kind of a cult hit. So I actually was fortunate enough to find it through uh, my roommates who are librarians. They nice. they suggested I look for it in the library system. Found it and they helped me track it down and get it. So That's awesome. I've uh, wanted cool. to read it for a while and it's it's been a fun little trip there. I haven't nice. actually watched much TV honestly really? recently. Watched The Haunting of Hill House. Is that that Netflix thing? Yeah, it's like a Netflix original horror. How was it? Really good. I heard a lot of people say it was really good. It was a. It was pretty spooky, and b. It told like really good character stories. That's good. So they had like the characters had complete arcs. The story was uh, interestingly told. 
they told it uh, piecemeal. So they were, they would say, like, oh, here's part of the story from this character's perspective, and then we'll give you the other part of it later uh, when we take an episode to talk about the other character I in think, the family. I think it's crazy that apparently they, like, hit a bunch of, like, ghosts throughout, like, a they lot did. of They did, yeah. I saw, like, an article on that where there was this, like, ghost hidden everywhere. There are ghosts in the, the background of scenes yeah. or, like, reflected in windows, all kinds of stuff. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It's fun to just, like, try and spot them. Yeah, I like... I like that aspect of it. I feel like it's kind of fun that they're, you know, trying to do stuff like that. I thought it was neat. Uh, I will say, though, on your iteration of Read of the Week, I want to do an iteration myself. Oh. It's called Jam of the Week, and I've been really into Strawberry Jam. Strawberry Jams, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Megan got some Strawberry Jam the other day, and it was delicious. I had some Strawberry Jam on Sourdough Toast this past weekend. Sourdough Toast is incredible. Dude, There's something about toasting it up that kind of releases a little bit of, I don't even know, like sour sweetness. I don't even know. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the roommates had some folks uh, stay over one night, so we uh, we made them breakfast in the morning, and nice. it was turkey sausage, eggs, sourdough toast with uh, strawberry jam. It was delightful. They also took them to uh, Hattie B's Ooh. the night prior. So good old hot chicken on hot chicken. Hot chicken, chicken. I forgot what I did that night for dinner. I can't remember. Oh well. I did something different. Oh, that was the night my brother was... Yeah, it was his oh. birthday, so we did that Coco's thing. Coco's Italiano Mar. Could not join. I uh, played some bochi. That was fun. Bochi's great. It's bochi such a fun game. Is good. I love bochi. Anyway, we are rolling up on home base now, so I'm uh, going to give you that into show bookkeeping. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. That includes iTunes, Google Play Store, uh, Stitcher. Please like, subscribe, leave us a review, whatever you want to do. You can do whatever, actually. I'm not going to pressure you, but uh, I'm pressuring you. No pressure, pressure. You can also find us on all the social media. That includes Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Two Bros Driving. That's T-W-O Bros Driving with a G, not driving. Uh, Facebook.com slash Two Bros Driving. You can also find us, if you want to listen to us before anyone else, usually on Sunday night. Sometimes I just forget. Uh, but uh, the episodes go up on Sundays. So go to soundcloud.com slash two bros driving. That's T-W-O bros driving with a G. And you can listen to those episodes well before anyone else does, except for us. We listen to them first because we record them. Uh, so you, yeah, you'll never listen to them before we do. All right. So we're just parking. Uh, anything you want to add, John? Nope. All right. So from everybody here at two bros driving and our good friend, the chatty wagon, whom we are sitting inside of, Have a good ride.